Um, turn in your Bibles with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, very familiar passage. The Apostle Paul's account of what the Lord Jesus shared with him concerning the Lord's Supper. We're going to be looking particularly at, um, um, well, we can, I don't know what verses, I don't remember what verses, I, I said 24 and 25, I think, yeah, 23, 24, 25. But before we look at this, um, I, I do want to give thanks to our Lord for entrusting us with this message of the sons and of the saints. And um, I don't take that lightly. You know, the benefit of, of time is manifold. One is that um, you can look back and see the progression of what God has done. You can see clearly if you're looking. Secondly, all the lies and things that were launched against us, time proves so many of them in the error that they really were. Uh, God is faithful. Um, time allows us to grow and to develop. And um, I, I'm so grateful to the Lord as I look back over these many years, the, the, initial, the initial burst of the visitation of the Spirit, which is endemic to any true apostolic um, release. Uh, you can look at it through the, through the Scripture. Um, when Saul was anointed to be king, that was an amazing we don't give that enough attention, <laughs> what happened to Saul. When the temple was dedicated, you see that incredible visitation where uh, people can't even stand up. And, but, but you see when God initiates uh, eternal releases, uh, there is a visitation like that. But then it doesn't you benefit from it. It's, it's almost like the gestational period and God watching over the birthing. But then you've got to grow and develop. You never lose the wonder of him. And I remember so many times where God appeared in this house. I remember when uh, the promise of the Father was first being accentuated, and so much so that we felt that God wanted us to officially name this place the Father's Church. Um, that is still a revolutionary concept. Um, I remember times where so many of these the people in this place would have visions. I remember on a number of occasions, the lighthouse and the personification of our Lord standing tall in this place. I remember one time during worship seeing the Lord Jesus stand there, which birthed that prophetic song that that I began to sing, it is Jesus. I remember visitations of Gabriel and other, uh, Michael and other angels that came uh, for the purpose of building this thing that is reaching the world. And uh, I'm just so grateful. And I remember, and I, we're going to go into the Word here because we still have communion to come, but I remember asking God, the only thing that I asked God personally for was that uh, we wouldn't lose our daughters because you know as well as I do 
that so many pastor's kids, even in the, the normal sliced bread church, they go haywire. And uh, I heard preacher talk one time about how uh, the scripture that, mean, that says watch and pray was so you could keep your eye on the pastor's kids. And uh, I thought that was funny. I went to school with a lot of those fellas. And I thought, wow. And is, but, but then the things that, that God did, I just asked God, don't let, don't, let, don't let my girls be lost. And they're not. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the grandchildren. And again, I say to all of you, this has already been said several times today. But those of you who are believing for your children, don't, don't give up. I mean, sometimes the promise of God, the true miracles of God, looks like things are dead. It looks like there's no way. And as we often say, that's how miracles come. So hold on to that. But I, I remember so many ways that God opened doors for us to go uh, to nations and the, the ongoing ministry that's happening. We heard some words from particularly France and Switzerland today. Um, I yesterday spent a couple of hours with Yawali from Mexico City and the initial teaching group from Sao Paulo going through four lessons that they're then going to be teaching through the month of June. And it begins with what it means to be born again, why you're born again, uh, what God does in your spirit, how God ministers through your spirit, and then the progression from being a baby to a joint heir. And there were a lot of ways we could have begun, but that, that is... That is essential. Um, this morning, early, Monica read a word from Brother Fulton, but this morning he wrote me. He was sitting on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. His daughter, Keturah, was uh, um, in, in a production over these past number of weeks at the, at the Kennedy Center. And so Robert went to be with her as they're ending that. And he was writing to me about... Uh, the, the thing that the Lincoln Memorial represented and the various ways that in our nation's history, particularly over the past 60 years, that has come to the forefront. It, we're celebrating a 100-year anniversary of that. And, and I remember that Robert was really the person God used to initiate this saint's network. And I give thanks to the Lord for that, our African-American brother, as he says from another mother, um, he, uh, he and I and, and many of you have ministered in many places around the world, and um, he, he first started to call and inquire about what God was doing here, and um, he was the first of many that were calling, and we determined that particularly on the basis of what Brother Robert was inquiring about, we needed to start having seminars where we could gather these people that God was bringing. And so I'm always grateful to Robert uh, being that first fruits. But I also know, like he was tearfully writing today, that, you know, what President Lincoln basically gave his life for is now under attack in the nations. And I 
I don't want to go too far with this again. I'm looking at the time, and I, I see the Scripture ahead of us. But I remember doing an activation there at the, at the Lincoln Memorial, and uh, we were with uh, an African-American church, and Monica Terrell was speaking about uh, the racial division and how God wanted to bring the churches together, and we all agreed to that. I remember one time being there with Paul Harrison, and we were walking along the, 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 the water there that, that leads off from the Lincoln Memorial, and there was, a, there was a demonized man on the other side of the water, and he pointed at us, and he said, I know why you're here, and it's not going to work. I curse you, and he was just going off, and we just stood there and looked at him, and because we could hear and understand what he was saying, and it was, I finally started laughing, which is a good thing to do, because God laughs at his enemies. I wasn't laughing at the man, I was laughing at that spirit that was saying these things. So there was our brother, Robert, today, and uh, we're grateful for, for, for him and for all the other brothers and sisters and all the promises that God has given that we have yet to realize in, in its fullness. But I think, I think out of all, and then we're going to read these scriptures, I think that the fact that the Father chose us and that in spite of ourselves, we, we, uh, we were willing to participate and the way he's protected us and delivered us and provided for us over the years has been nothing short of the epitome of the miracle. And so I'm very grateful, and I'm grateful for all of you, you remnant who stand strong and believe and continue to pray, and there are great days ahead. And so we, we thank our Father for this. So here we are, Communion Sunday, first on this fifth Sunday, mind you, we read, uh, For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread when he had given thanks. There's our word, Eucharistia, the grace, the good grace of God. You know, I, if, if we think that Jesus said, Father, we thank you for this food. Bless it. Bless the hands that prepared it. You know, all those things that we often say. That, you know, I got my dad's prayer memorized. But I think that when it says Jesus gave the good grace of God, we don't know what all he said there. But it was characterized that this was a pronunciation of grace. And then he says that um, um, he broke the bread and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. And uh, so many things that we've studied about this over the years, um, this, uh, that, that brokenness, the clow, I remember when Mark Coleman taught on that and linked it with the, the, the release of uh, the land through Moses at the, uh, at, uh, to the tribes. That, that was a phenomenal thing. And then this past week, we studied together about how that is the root word for chloronymos, which is the air, and the synchloronymos is the joint air. And um, 
when Jesus breaks the bread, we are the body of Christ now. We, you are the body of Christ. And the essence of being an heir and a joint heir is that you're willing to stand on behalf of what God has called you to be. And you're willing to stand where God has called you to stand in the place, your terio of inheritance. And that, that is what an heir, and we're about to find out a lot more about what it means to be a joint heir with the anointed son. But it's, it's about taking that stand. And I'm thankful that we as saints have been given this privilege. I guess it, you know, it began with the Saints Network, but it also then, our first real church-wide activation was in Africa. And we went, and so many of you taught in many, many churches throughout Uganda. You remember those days? And the Lord said, go into all the world and teach and make disciples. And then this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all the world for a witness, and then shall the end come. That is a large part of what we're doing. We're not only ministering as saints and as sons. We're praying. We're interceding with the Lord of hosts. We are doing our best to stand strong here, but also to teach those that God brings to us how to stand scripturally where they are planted and how to allow the Lord, as they are the body of Christ, to fulfill that dispensation, that breaking that the Lord himself does on behalf of the Father's will. We have lived this, and we continue to live this. And, you know, I love what uh, uh, the Gospels say, where he says, eat ye all of it. That's not included here. But it, it, it means for us, don't let any part of what God has called you to be go uneaten. Don't let it be wasted. And don't miss the opportunity to sow that word into the places in the fullness that God has given. And, and so I'm grateful for that calling. It just so happens to be at the very beginning of this table of grace. And you have been willing to live that. And I'm, I'm so grateful for it. And there are many other lessons we can share, but I'm just pointing this out before we come to the table. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, the kainos diatheke. Um, this do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. Uh, for as often as you do eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Um, the, the cup, the sprinkling of the blood upon the believer is a phenomenal blessing. We've studied this. We've talked about the ramifications and the power of it in our life on earth, but we also have talked about the sprinkling upon the patterns in the heavens. And if you really want to talk about the kingdom coming in the earth, uh, to earth as it is in heaven, um, how do you minister that which is in heaven? Well, you listen to the Father, you learn of Him, you gain His direction, but we must not invalidate or ignore the sprinkling upon the patterns in the heavens. That is clearly part of Scripture. 
And uh, that is a large part of what we're doing. Uh, all of the spiritual things that we do are at the behest and the invitation of our Father, but it is empowered by the blood. And so we're th I'm thankful to our God for, for this, because as, as often as we've talked about things on earth, as we go forward and as we teach and train, we would be remiss to not mention the myriad number of times that God has used you and you and you in the spirit realm, in places of God's choosing as intercessors, in, a, in conjunction with the angelic, in conjunction with gateways and portals and openings, and in the temple of the tabernacle of testimony, and at the very throne of God at the right hand where Jesus is seated and invites us to come. I believe very strongly that, yes, that follows the mandate of the Scripture. It's God's invitation. It's God's ways. It's our eternal home, and it's our eternal life. But that is all powered by the blood of Jesus. And so I speak over this body as we come into this new season, and we set the stage by this platform of thanks and remembrance that we remember all of the things that the Lord has said, all of the ways that he's revealed himself, all of the ways that he's benefited us, all the ways that he's shown his pattern of being a son, all the ways that he's revealed the Father, uh, and, and so many others, not the least of which is the, the essential and monumental and only once given sacrifice of himself. We remember these things. And that is a platform that says there's much more to come. And so, as we come now to this table on this time of remembrance, I, I speak blessing over all of the saints for our placement as the body of Christ, as we obediently serve the will of our Father, as anointed sons, let it be even so, Lord. And I, I thank him for what Jesus prayed in the middle of the book of John about us knowing our Father, sharing the glory that was his at the foundation of the world, and all of those wonderful things, the, being the vine and the branches and all of those wonderful things bearing fruit. That is our lifestyle. We remember that. And I speak blessing over this body and this network and all the saints, and I speak provision, I speak healing, I speak strengthening, I speak encouragement, and I speak that we would hear his voice and follow, for he gave us power to be sons, and as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Thank you for that privilege. And um, as we partake now, and as we enter into a time of singing and uh, further reflection, I speak blessing in full, Father. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. And um, thank you. Thank you, because it sure has been a blessing to us. We love you, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.